Okay, are we rolling? Oh my god, I've never started this show on my own. I don't even know what to do. What does Camilla say? No, I'm kidding. Welcome back, Double Teamed fam. How are we doing today? It's Nikki hosting, not Kimmy and Nikki, so bear <laughs> with me. And today I have a wonderful guest, a dear friend of mine, Cody Steele, who is also an adult performer and just all around wonderful person. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for thank you for having me. I know. You I'm too. sorry, Kimmy couldn't be here. It's okay. You guys have she like just didn't want to meet me. That's fine. Well, I was gonna say you've met though, right? No, we've met. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah in passing at the parties. Yeah. At the parties and stuff. Same yeah, place yeah, we yeah. met. Yeah. 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 Oh well, we'll yeah. have to tell the listeners how we met. Okay. Right. This is actually I've told the story on the pod before. Oh, you have. I okay. have. Yeah. Because yeah. if you recall, we were both at a play party. I mm-hmm. think you were there as a guest that day. Um, either a guest or a performer. And then we were in the period where my performing is done. And oh, so okay. I'm able to play with other people. Yeah. All I remember was we were like making out and hooking up. And at one point I was like, you look really familiar. And you were like, do you watch Pornhub? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and that's where I recognized you yes. from. Yep. Yep. So this <laughs> Typically is <him>. the spot. <laughs> Has that happened with other people before? Um, I wouldn't say anyone that I was already in the moment of having sex with oh really <laughs> up with yeah okay. but um but definitely you know we've gone to hang out with groups of friends or other people and they bring other people around they go you look really familiar that's how it always starts and then yeah. i'm like yeah well you know you'll think of it and then like just kind of leave it sometimes and let them think about it and then they're like wait a minute i'm like yeah and porn. they're like oh <laughs> yeah well because some people it's you know is as open as they can be if you're like hey i know you from somewhere and i'm like porn and they're like I didn't want to talk about that out loud. Yeah. I didn't realize I knew you from there. So I'm kind of trying to be more respectful with you and just be like, you'll think of it. Like eventually you'll figure it out. And some people are like, oh my God, I know you from porn. Yeah. And other people are like, oh. And then they get <laughs> it. Just kind of oh, like, never mind. That's considerate of yeah. you. Yeah. I would have never thought of that. I would have been like, for right. porn. Right. <laughs> well, because sometimes you're around a bunch spot. of friends and yeah. not everyone knows, you know. And yeah. it's not like I'm ashamed of it, but at the same time, also sometimes I'm like, I don't want it to be the center of conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Or someone has an, an odd job that no one really has heard of before, hasn't really thought about meeting someone from. So then they just hyper focus on it and it kind of derails something where now everyone has questions. You know? Yeah, I get yeah. that. Which I'm sure you do get a lot of questions, but. Oh, yes. All it actually <laughs> reminds me of I was, Kimmy and I were, um, this was so funny. We were washing her car. And this guy walked by and I was like, oh, my God, I know him. And I was like, hey, I know you. And he was like, from porn? And I was like, he's another adult <laughs> I was like, no, we hooked up at an orgy like a year ago. He was like, I remember you now. And he was like, didn't recognize you with clothes on. I was like, dear God, only in Los whole, Angeles. whole conversation happened while you're watching. Like other people were around just like listening to oh, it. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't from porn. It was from that orgy that we had before. Like, exactly, oh. yeah. Like, I think he does like OnlyFans. I don't know if he does like porn right. porn the way that you do. Yeah. But yeah. you do it all. Yes. OnlyFans. OnlyFans like, professional porn. Yeah. And then also performing, performing for like. for Kinky Rabbit. All of that. Which, uh, well, tell me a little bit about how you got started in all of this. Which one? Um, I guess anything. Well, which uh, one did you start first? Porn? Porn first. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, porn, I was always like, I just never was the type of person that was ashamed of being naked or anything like that or the amount of like sex that I wanted to have. Um, I've always said with some people, there's a lot of guys who talk about doing something. I just did it. Mm -hmm. And so from like a very early age, which uh, we don't, you know, I mean like I just, I don't know. There was like those things that you don't realize are sexual that you kind Mm -hmm. of sexualize before you're even like an adult, you know, where you can realize what those urges are. Mm -hmm. I just like to pretend to like be naked and that people could like see me. And okay, like that so an exhibitionist. A, right. And I didn't understand what that was back then. Okay. And then now as an adult, I was like, oh, that's what like I like to be like watched. I like the idea of that. And that's kind of yeah. later on where the kinky rabbit parties came into thing was because I was like, um, when you're on set with people who have filmed it every single day for so many years and you're like friends with these people now, you know, intimate things about each other, mm-hmm. that luster of like, oh, my God, they're seeing me do this. Mm-hmm. kind of goes away you know yeah, yeah. it's an everyday occurrence almost 
So being at the the play parties is like great because then I can have sex in front of people and I get that thing that I like and everybody else loves it because that's what they're there for. Yeah. So fulfilling more of the exhibitionist. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And obviously in a safe place as well too, you know, where you're also not offending anyone by doing something like that and then having them not, you know, everyone who came there agreed to be partaking in that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I Um, like it. But yeah, eventually um, I came to a crossroads with a job that I was in before that um, mm-hmm. was moving to a spot or not moving like personally, but like thought it was moving into an area of this job where it would be more promotion, more um, more work. And it just kind of didn't pan out that way. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. It's like a documentary about it and all this other <laughs> stuff. So it's crazy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just decided to, um, and there was a point when I was kind of writing my own schedule for this job while I was yeah. on my way out and I was like, might as well try this while I have the free time. Oh, tried it, loved it. And it was, it was challenging at first, which is something I really like. I don't want it to be easy. Okay. You know, I want something that takes to work mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, moved to LA in like summer of 2016 and then just kept doing it since. So, oh, wow. How old were yeah. you? 25, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So young, but not too, too young. Yeah. Yeah. Right at that point where I was like, you know, if I do this right now and it's like something stupid that, you know, I'm like, oh, this is not for me. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not done the way I want or this isn't benefiting me or anything like that. I can kind of still divert and figure things out and stuff like that rather than just, you know, Mm -hmm. doing it at 20 where you're just like a young guy who's like, I just like pussy, you know, and then or doing it, you know, when you're a little bit too old and it's just like you're not in that shape anymore to be able to keep up with how much work you have to do. So that was actually going to be one of my questions is like yeah. how to keep up. <laughs> I know you have a really high drive, yeah. but it's like, I mean, do you orgasm a lot? Like what, how, how do you keep the stamina? Cause normally guys, you know, they've got what one, two yeah. loads a day. I granted, I don't know how much work you do, but like right. still it wears you down after a while. Um, I mean, you see me at some of those parties. No, I have, <laughs> yeah. no, I have. And actually you guys, I will say this, mm. this dude, Fox. Like, I remember one time I was watching you have a threesome with two of the other people that I know really well there. Mm-hmm. And like y'all were tag teaming this one girl super hot. And then, you know, and I'm I, meanwhile, like I'm not having any action. And then I walk back at some point and I see you and it's you and your boo and mm-hmm. y'all are having your fun. And then later on, I see you with two other girls and I was just like, dear God. And meanwhile, I was trying to see if you were going to open up at any point. Right. Yeah. But I was just not, I was not in the mood that night. But anyways, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stamina there. Yeah. Um, I, I think part of that is like naturally just a thing for me. Uh, you're Scorpio. Like, well, (laughs) (laughs) most California answer ever, right? I'm the Scorpio. So I fuck all the time and have to, um, no, it just when I was younger, it was kind of like a thing, like when you're, you know, maybe like high school or something, you mm-hmm. say you had sex with a girl, mm-hmm. but no one sits there and goes, I had sex with her three times that day, mm-hmm. or I came three times. That, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just, the guys would just say, I had sex with someone. That's mm-hmm. it. So I didn't really realize that like one or two a day was normal mm-hmm. until I got into porn. Mm. Like my first scene I knew that they only had like when I watch porn, it ends with a cum shot. Right. So, but I figured that yeah. uh, guys were coming more times, and they were just editing it out so that you had the one uh-huh. at the end. Oh, really? Right. Because yeah. in my in my world, like we could fuck and I could come like you know once twenty minutes later and then come again and then come again. So I'm like, hmm. to me, like if you're gonna make something that's forty minutes long, yeah, I'm like gonna come twice three times i was like you know yeah and so i came and then they were all freaking out they're like oh my god like this is a waste like we're gonna have to do you know what and i was like no no like i'm i'm good and they were like really i was like we're still good let's keep going and yeah. she was like all right so we kept going a little while later came again and they mm-hmm. were like are you are you this time they were like asking like i'm like yeah we're we're good to go mm. and then like came like a third time after that one to finish the scene nice. so and then they told me after they were like hey if you can like hold them off you know, hold it off until the end. Well, there's a lot of belief that, you know, the size of it gets smaller. Really? Like the load itself will get less. Oh, the load. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You'll just have less in you. Right. And they want the most they can get to be the crescendo of everything. So, yeah. That's so crazy to me that they want the most that they can get because like personally, anytime I watch and I don't watch a lot of porn with men. But the times that I do, I skip right past the cum shot and I yeah. don't give a shit how much he like, how much drips out right. or how much like is on her stomach. Like, I, I don't care. I don't know why. Yeah. 
like usually I'll just like find my one little scene that I like and you know come to that and then I'm done. But I don't. Right. Maybe for men, do men like the cum shot? I think I think as a guy, like for me, it was always like not necessarily a necessary part, but mm-hmm. I always wanted to at least see it because it wasn't really the depending on like where it went. Like unless it's a cream pie, that's fucking hot, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all can agree. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Best. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it was really just um, like, I guess, because you see yourself as that person. It's like as a guy, like for me, like, because I, I don't know, you were talking about this, whereas like a lot of girls start with like girl, girl porn. Yeah. And I think maybe that's kind of interesting for girls because maybe you're seeing yourself as both girls and you're yeah. pleasuring each other, which is kind of what you're doing when you're pleasuring yourself. Yeah. As a guy, I'm seeing myself as the guy in the porn. That makes sense. Right. So when he comes, I'm like, that's kind of like me doing it you know because typically they don't focus on the guy they're looking at the girl Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like your own pov if you were to be looking down at a girl and like coming on her face that's kind of what they're trying to give you at that point so as a guy you're putting yourself in the camera's position going Mm -hmm. that's what i want to do right makes sense yeah because it's also like too like i don't really watch girl girl porn yeah it's not anything against it it's just that i don't have a body in that scene to put myself into yeah you know if and, it's, yeah and like i don't watch a lot of hetero porn a lot of the porn i watch is lesbian mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just like when i see like and don't get me wrong I, i'll watch some yeah hetero but for the most part it's because like i don't really i'm not that connected to the penis yeah yeah so well, then exactly it, yeah, yeah and like and so most of the time it just ends up kind of looking painful whereas like mm. when it's girl girl it's like a little bit more like sensual yeah. or like you know there's just a lot more focus on the vagina right than there is on the dick so then it's like yeah i connect with that that makes so yeah. much sense yeah and there was i was that too where it's some people view that hetero porn is almost like painful in a certain way or mm-hmm. like it I believe, I mean, in, in there, everyone can, you know, there are still guys in porn who treat that that way, but there was, and I wasn't in at that time, but I know how it exists now in the years that I've been in, I've seen a huge change in how this exists in our industry. Okay. But, um, the idea of like a man, like really rough fucking a girl, mm-hmm. regardless of what the scene required, like mm-hmm. that was kind of what they did. It almost came from this place of, um, like all the men that they had to emulate before that mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so when, when, when pornographers or directors or the awards people were judging things, they're like, well, this is what we consider great before. So if you don't also bring this to the table, how do we consider that mm. equal? Yeah. And so we moved into this era over the last couple of years where now that has a place, mm-hmm. but they also don't care as much about maybe closing up and not necessarily seeing dick mm-hmm. going in the whole time you're having sex. Yeah. Um, this company, Balesa, the shirt that I'm wearing today, they they do a great job of letting mm-hmm. performers really just have genuine sex. Yeah. And instead of those categories being counted as just a throwaway or like a fetish thing, because it's like we can't see all of it, or like that passion really, I think, has resonated with people mm-hmm. and caused people to go, oh, hey, like, you know, our, our reflection of what we want porn to be is what porn will produce. Mm-hmm. And so we'll produce what you all are interested in, what you're buying. Yeah. And that's kind of where we end up in these weird areas where people are like, why are you doing things this way? Or why are you making step-sessed porn? Or why is everything rough? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, because that's what people are looking for. Yeah. But the more audience gets driven into it to show that, hey, we can show a man and a woman having sex and it can be passionate. It can mm-hmm. be slow. It can be tender. You can kiss and touch and really take time with each other. Yeah. We'll make that. We just need the the audience for it. And I think that gives a lot of the performers a chance too with things like OnlyFans and other content creation sites to to really do that mm-hmm. with their scenes. A lot of my scenes that are on there, they're very hookup style where it's it doesn't need to be rough it doesn't need to be over the top you don't Mm -hmm. need to see everything all the time yeah you can see on her face and you can see on my face exactly how good this feels right now Mm -hmm. and i think that really grounds people and brings them back into being like you know you don't have to do what porn says in your personal life you know you can actually these people have sex just like anyone else has sex Mm -hmm. it's just sometimes we're paid to do it a different way yeah that makes sense because i know like you know we were talking about this with another guest of ours where it's like, you know, they'll certain houses or like production companies will right. go for like certain types of porn and all yeah. of that. So, but I was actually going to ask when you brought that up, what, 
like of all the things that you do, which one do you feel like most connected with when you are having sex with the other person? Like, is it with when you're working with the production companies? Is it more of your OnlyFans? Is it when you're like, you know, performing at the parties? Like which one actually makes you feel like you're really getting the most like fulfillment out of what you're doing? Oh, okay. Um, or the most connected, yeah. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, uh, to me, I guess connection and fulfillment. Uh, co- connection to me involves like in the scene itself. Yeah. And so there are scenes where the dialogue and the way they're doing it and everything like that just leads you to being like, this is a scene and this is what we do. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like what your um, the other episode we were just talking about before that, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, it's oral on him, oral on her, five minutes of doggy, five minutes of writing, five minutes of missionary, and then like very formulaic. That's all is you do. Is it really that structured? We're moving out of it. But a lot of people are still stuck in that, especially when you first start a lot of the companies you have. They're like, we need these positions. And they used to have like entire packets that would have like screenshots of other scenes and be like, we want you to do this. We want you to do that. So it wasn't the performers really their choice. Yeah. The person writing your check says, hey, do A, B, C and D. Yeah. And then you throw some stuff in between there. But at first, when you're trying to land a job, you know, you don't want to not do what they tell you to do because you don't you want it to be done well enough that they're going to hire you again. Yeah. But um, I think I, f- I feel very connected with the scenes, especially that I've done for Balesa. Um, mm-hmm. Those scenes in, in particular, just because of um, a lot of how they, they structure the scenes, they're just, you know, well, I guess the lack of structure in that where you're just mm-hmm. working with someone. They also consider um, having what they call like a yes list. And so there's a list of women that I have on that list that are like, these are women that I'm like, I, I would love to have sex with on or off camera. And mm-hmm. we can create a very passionate, romantic type scene. Mm-hmm. We can be aggressive if the energy goes there. But these are people that I trust, that I feel safe with, that are good. And then they also compare the woman's one, the man's one, and then they match you two together based on that. That's cute. Right. So yeah. you have the option of being able to be like, I really like, you know having sex with Vanna and then Vanna has me on her list. Then we're matched together. That mm-hmm. way you're never really like, even if I really like having sex with some girl, maybe she doesn't like the same. Mm-hmm. That match doesn't happen. Yeah. And so it really creates this environment where the performers are very invested in each other and That's can cool. create something really beautiful together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, of course my, my only fan scenes, cause it's, it's shot at home, you yeah. know, it's, you know, it's, it's me doing the most real things that I would do with someone. If I were yeah. to just hook up with them in private, there just happens to be a camera in the room. Nice. And there is also connectivity through BS, BDSM. Some of those scenes, uh, I think are some of the almost m- more connected. I think I felt with a person. Have um, you done a lot of BDSM for? Yeah. Really? For kink. Yeah. Oh, for kink.com. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Yeah. Kink is one of the safest spaces to do that, especially a shout out to John Paul the Pope. So he is the top in the industry as far as safety on set and as far as conducting BDSM in a way that's safe and and healthy for all performers involved. So I actually yeah. just learned about it in that last episode with Laura because I actually don't watch a lot of kink porn. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. It, I just haven't really given it much of a shot or mm-hmm. at least like any time that I did. A lot of times there was just a lot of roughness that didn't translate well, like on screen. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to have to really check this out yeah. because I find that interesting. And I don't have to check out your work yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, um, there's one scene with Freya Parker. I'll text you about it after, but that's one to watch for sure. Okay. That is it a subscription or, uh, it's subscription based. It is. Yeah. Okay. But it's worth it. There's there's a whole lot of I mean, if you're ever looking into explore kink, mm-hmm. that is a, the place to go. They have whatever you could possibly think of queer, hetero, mm-hmm. bi, like, or gay, whatever, whatever you can think of. It's all on that that website. So what do you consider yourself? Submissive, switchy, dominant? Definitely dominant. Really? Yeah. OK. I would have pegged you for switchy, but yeah, I've I've had some girls that, that I like when a girl is dominant back. OK, but I never become submissive with that. I oh, okay. I compete with her doming energy. Okay. So I'm I like the competition part of it. I'm like, if you want to like slap me and choke me, like let's go, but I'm gonna give it right back to you. So I'm like, that's when we like have this build up between the two of us. Love and that. so yeah, and it just creates for something that kind of spirals off into, you know, whatever we decide to do at that moment. So yeah. Ooh, does Vanna also do BDSM porn? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. 
And so actually for our listeners who don't know, Vienna is your partner. Yes. And she's also in the industry. She is. And she does the same as you, right? She does performing. Yes. OnlyFans. And she does performing, OnlyFans, all the stuff. Yeah. All the things. Um, but you guys actually met on set, right? <laughs> yes. Do you want yeah. to share the story? Or yeah, no? yeah, no, of course. You all can actually watch it too. <laughs> the first time we had <laughs> sex, it's on the oh, internet. Oh, that's so yeah, cute. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I got one of these scenes. It's for a company where they kind of mix in a lot of new girls. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a they always frame it in like a, a girl's night, bachelor party, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And all the girls go out and maybe they hire like in this case, it was like a, a bunch of girls go out for a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. They hire a DJ okay. from the DJ and then they start, you know, daring each other different things, flash your boobs. And then like, well, one girl should go on the table and suck him off. Okay. And so then obviously porn. Yeah. Um, that's the so the thing about some of these scenes from from a male performer's perspective, some guys get off on the idea of like new girls being around and being it because it's someone new it's someone different. Yeah. And to me, I'm like a lot of these girls that are newer, no offense to newer girls, but a lot of girls don't stick around. Mm. You know, they're yeah. not they come in, they try it out for a little while and then they kind of move on. Mm-hmm. And so when you're faced with like five girls, you know, going into a scene, I'm kind of like. Hmm. okay like i'm just gonna do my thing i'm gonna be over here yeah. you guys have fun because they all know each other they're all new together probably oh, yeah. from the same agency so they all have their own little clicky thing going on mm-hmm. you know and i'm like i don't need to get i'm not you know in high yeah. school anymore so whatever <laughs> not yeah. that they're in high school they're all adults but still yeah, yeah. yeah. um but uh yeah we uh we were i was sitting there and all they were all talking everything like that and she came over to me and i guess she had seen some of my videos and stuff like that and okay. she was like okay well if none of these girls are gonna go and flirt with him i'll go and flirt was with this him. before the scene yeah, started before okay the scene. gotcha gotcha yeah. so we're kind of like making out and fooling around a little before the scene even started so that was already kind of there yeah. and then um yeah we did the scene and definitely when there's that many girls around there's gonna be one two that are a little more active maybe a little more your type you know mm-hmm. what i mean you, you yeah. can't help but be that'd be crazy if you just got matched up with five girls who are instantly on that same level of attraction yeah and so not i try not to do any favoritism or anything like that but sometimes in the moment you know i'm just like happens. i want that person you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we finished the scene and um right after they were all like we're gonna go smoke and she's like yeah 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 and they all go outside to go smoke and then she just like hang back and she's like you want to go again? And I was like, oh, yeah. I, like took Aww. her in the kitchen and just fucked her again. And then ever <laughs> since then, we've been, yeah, inseparable kind of. Yeah. Oh, that is adorable. How long have you yeah. been together? Four years. Four years. Yeah. It was four wow. years in August. Yeah. That's amazing. We survived COVID together. How is that? <laughs> um, honestly, only kind of. Huh? A lot of OnlyFans content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all we could do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was interesting. We had a lot of friends who were together yeah. and they all started splitting apart mm-hmm. and we had been together for, I mean, we had, so we had, a, we had an interesting situation where I was, I was leaving a relationship when we had first met mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to give myself enough time to really reset. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just jump into something new with yeah. someone else and then like, you know, you just jump into whatever your partner didn't have before you're yeah. looking for in someone else, not really what you want, but just the voids that weren't being filled before. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we were, we were kind of hanging out. We've been talking and being around each other for probably like a good year before we started actually dating. Okay. And so then we were, so we had already had a bit of a relationship going before that. I just hadn't put like a label on it cause I didn't want it to be, I didn't know exactly yet, you know, and I wanted to give myself some time away from that, you know, to not be in that position. The the relationship that you were leaving, how long was that? Was it a good like long term relationship? Yeah, no? yeah. Oh, I don't nice. know exactly how long that one was. Maybe three years. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. We moved to LA to start porn together, so oh. that was a huge thing. But it just as we got here and developed into who we are in the industry and different things like that, we just kind of grew apart from each other. It that just happens. Wasn't, yeah. 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 So um, wow. but yeah, so yeah. About years. a year and of just like getting to know each other, you know, hanging just out hanging around, around not yeah. really putting anything like we're not going on dates. We're not doing anything like that, but we are around each other and then, you yeah. know, fooling around sometimes because sex is good. So, OK, yeah. this is giving me a little <laughs> bit of hope not to get personal yeah. because like I, you know, I. Well, I got out of my marriage like two years ago, but mm-hmm. then I've been dating around for the last two years. And then recently I met this guy who also just like got out of like something that he was in. And he was all like, well, he's like, I want to take it slow. You know, don't Mm want to like 
you know, putting these labels on it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's totally fine. And at first I was like, well, maybe that means he doesn't actually like me. But now as I'm hearing you say this, maybe it's yeah, just because yeah. sometimes you want to give yourself a little time and that's okay. I mean, it depends on the guy. Yeah. You know, some dudes are more mature about it where they're like, yeah. I want to really, if I'm going to, I'm going to take a relationship seriously. I mm-hmm. want to make sure I'm in the right space to do it. Yeah. And other guys are just like, I don't really want to date that girl, but I'd rather fuck her. So yeah. I'm just going to, you know, that's a good point. avoid the question as long as I possibly can. Yeah. So. No, we've had good conversations about yeah. it, but I think it's, yeah, kind of a If you've situation. had good conversation about it, it's probably on the more mature end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, I'm proud of you for yeah. doing that too. I think that's great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy sure, that, I'm sure. so you guys are, I mean, obviously you've been together and you're both in mm-hmm. the industry. Now, would you say like, are you non-monogamous? Are you open or is it just for like work stuff? No, we're open. Okay. Open. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we can basically, we both just trust each other to be safe mm-hmm. with the person we're with. And I, that usually leads me to really just be within the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause everyone a gets couple tested. times at the party. Yeah. And yeah. obviously too, after knowing you and things like that, I'm like, I understand that you also take that seriously as well, mm-hmm. but there are some people who just, you know. Mm-hmm. do whatever um yeah. that's not really what we're about it's more of the safety part of it and then just having fun and obviously with the drive that i have sometimes she's like i just go fuck someone up like go, <laughs> yeah it's like girl go get it like she's like all right cool like she's like it's already been twice like just go let him yeah 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 i yeah. get that that is but yeah no we're open um we've had a couple of things where she's had a, a guy before that she was kind of seeing for a little bit and it just kind of petered out and didn't develop into anything okay um what about you um i haven't really entertained anyone until there was like at the end of last year there was one girl um actually met through kinky as well oh so, really nice yeah it's a very mm. you know empowering thought um in yeah. this place uh but yeah it just kind of ended up she was kind of in a different space and stuff like that so um mm. it just didn't end up going down that road which to me that takes a long time and yeah. this person kind of seemed like maybe they wanted to jump into being a thruple or trying to get into that realm of things very quickly. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want that to go there yet. I need to figure out where you and I are first before trying to bring you into another situation, you know, like, cause then there's that whole dynamic between the two of them. Cause I've experienced people before where there's a guy and he's dating two girls, but the two girls don't like each other. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, oh, that's got to be so hard yeah. to like have two people that you really genuinely care about. If you genuinely care about both of those people and then have them both not like each other is like yeah <laughs> well i remember like when for example when my ex-husband and i were poly that was always one of my biggest fears i'm like what if i don't like the girl right you know because like i would want it to be someone that like i you know also yeah, enjoyed yeah. being around doesn't have to be sexual can be totally platonic right. you know we weren't looking for like a throuple but um but the girlfriend that he did have uh towards the end of our relationship we i really liked her too and like you nice. know we'd hang out and stuff and it was like a good dynamic but that's good yeah but polly's hard so but po- yeah. would you say polly's like on the table for you guys or is it just kind of yeah. like if it happens i i think it's on the on the table for us but i think the thing is we're not necessarily looking for that yeah it's you know if it happens organically i yeah. think a lot of people sometimes when they try to make a relationship poly mm-hmm. they look for that because yeah. they're looking for what they couldn't have before yeah. where for us it's more you know if someone pops up you know then great um, mm-hmm. but if no one does that's not a problem you know nice i like that yeah would you say that's the case for a lot of like any of the couples in the industry like i know oh really it was so interesting getting into this industry and realizing that like you're one of the few people who are really open oh, about this okay and i and i understand it because mm-hmm. there are a lot of guys who they think they think that the attention that they get from girls just because they're at work every day mm-hmm. is true attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you got to make everyone feel like they're important, right? Because it's mm-hmm. really awkward being like, I don't like you as a person, but let's go have sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's still work. But at the same time, it, it much it much behooves you to just like yeah. make everyone kind of friendly and just mm-hmm. call it at that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who, yeah. Um, there's some people who are in relationships and like the guy is just going around cheating on her all the time. Mm. And that's kind of the hard part too. Cause sometimes it's like you, you're cheating on your girlfriend with all of her coworkers at this point. Yeah. And like some girls, you know, and that's why I encourage every girl who asks me when we start talking about stuff or like hanging out or even just having sex off camera. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you want to call her right now and just ask her, that's yeah. fine. Whatever you need to do to make you feel comfortable with it. Cause I understand you don't know if I'm lying to your face. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to tell you I'm not. Yeah. And to the point that you can literally just call her up and yeah. she will say, Hey, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Do a lot of so. performers have sex off camera? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. And is that like usually like 
on your like personal time or like after the scene, like everyone's wrapped up heading home and you're just like, we're still going to bang it out. DT fam, you've heard me speak about Via Hemp Co. several times. And now this is just your daily reminder. If you're looking to spice up your day. Now we've talked about these before. I'm a huge fan of High Love. So they are engineered to invigorate blood flow and uplift romantic experiences. So pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC, very mild, you're going to have a magical time next time you're experiencing pleasure, whether that is on your own or with your boo. So get out your high love gummies to really spice up that sex life. Now is the time to check out Via Hemp Co. You know how much I love their products. We can't stop talking about them. They're one of my favorite sponsors. So if you're looking for your next favorite THC and CBD brand, Via Hemp Co. has got you covered. And of course, we have a promo code for you today. If you go to viahemp.com and use code DTFAM, you'll receive 15% off and get one free sample with any order. Must be 21 and order, older to order. Again, that is viahemp.com and use code DTFAM to receive 15% off. A couple years ago, um, a lot of times after scenes, people mm-hmm. would still be fooling around a little bit, but you also have to respect the fact that like, the company that's there is paying for the location that they're staying at. Mm-hmm. And that's based on a time, like an hour basis, right? So mm-hmm. if you waste another hour banging out your coworker in the back room, <laughs> they're going to be like, hey, where's the money for the location that we just spent another hour at, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's mostly on, on people's free time. I think people kind of, they they do film it sometimes yeah. or they film a little bit and maybe they just keep having fun. But yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who are single and because yeah. of what they do for work, they're not necessarily entertaining a relationship. So they're just like, hey, like I like having sex with you. I need sex because that's a good part of my life, like something off camera that's not, mm-hmm. you know, driven by someone else. And so they're just like, all right, cool. And they, you know, they hang out. Maybe they have, you know, a little thing together, but it's more of a relaxed type of mm-hmm. I like when we have sex. And if after we hang out and smoke a little bit and watch some Netflix, cool. Like if we go out to dinner, awesome. But it's not like a let's date each other or let's mm-hmm. be in a relationship or something, you know. I was trying to think of the, the you know, porn couples that I know. Small Hands and Joanna. Yeah, for I know sure. they're one. Yeah. They're married though, right? They're married. Yeah. yeah and they've been together they for a while. They still fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love watching. Yeah. Actually, that is one couple that I love watching their yeah, stuff. Yeah. Because I think it's really fun and you can like really see, you know, the yeah, energy yeah. that they put into it. No, yeah, they're great. Like, yeah. and, that, and that she's one of the, the craziest people to me that I like. Cause I, when I was younger, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I saw some of her stuff early on. And there was a scene that she had where she was like with a girl and they start hooking up. And her actual boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. um, came in after and they just had sex. And it was just a lock off shot of a couch. No crazy lighting, no nothing. They're just having sex. I was like, that's like what I yeah. want. Like, you know, if she wants, if it's another guy, cool. Like we can just have, you know, it, just have sex. It's all about her that day. Otherwise, it's just all about everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, so then getting in the industry and then finally getting a scene with Joanna, I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. I was like, this is the first person I've encountered that I was like. Were you nervous? All right. I wasn't really nervous. I just wanted to make it like I didn't want to fuck anything up and have her be like oh he's just like whatever he's some yeah. new guy whatever you wanted you know? to like put on a good show. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 for yeah. sure and even the director noticed after he was like oh that was, he was like, <laughs> you were you were going for you it going i was like yeah, yeah yeah for sure i was like and it's it's been crazy since then yeah we've we've hung out multiple occasions like oh, she's really? told me about personal things before we went to a music festival with her in small hands like yeah and i've hung out with small hands in new york a couple of times and stuff so it's like interesting that like Someone that in my mind was at this unachievable level yeah. is now like someone that I could actually call a friend. Yeah. So that that's really awesome. Oh, yeah. that's great. I've yeah. always loved small hands. Yeah, everyone loves small hands. I know. Hands. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone he loves small he hands. is actually one of the male yeah. performers that I will like look up. Um, yeah. I was on a little binge for a while of his stuff, but then um because what he was he did a scene with I think it was Madison Ivy. Yeah. That I really loved. And that one it was actually a little bit more well, I wouldn't call it BDSM, but Anyways, I just I remembered that when I saw because I loved Madison. We always, Ivy. We have, we've joked about before. It's like it's called romanticore. Romanticore, right? Like hardcore, but romantic. That's when cute. you're like BDSM because it's like it's a place of like wanting to please the other person, but it yeah. is intense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can kind of slap her around a little bit, choke her, and stuff like that. But it's not in the frame of like 
this is all we're doing. Yeah. You get forehead kisses after. And, you know, you get called a good girl and, like, tenderly touched. So it's, like, you know, romantic I love whore. that. Yeah. Romantic whore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to use, start yeah. using that term. It actually reminds me of, like, one of my old um, or one of my previous play partners. We would always joke when we went to have sex with each other. We'd be like, okay, are we fucking, like, lovers today or, like, right. animals? And but it, it, and it's kind of, like, a mix of yeah, that, yeah. like, romantic whore where it's, like, you know... And because we, we would usually kind of volley between the two. Right. Um, but I like it. Romantic core. That's yeah. adorable. Oh, man. OK, so switching gears to a little bit more mm-hmm. of the kinky rabbit. When yeah. did you start that into your career? Was that was actually in 2020. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things I liked about when we had applied with them earlier that year okay. um, and then everything obviously shut down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we were kind of waiting just to see we we're like seeing when they came back to it. Mm-hmm. On the first couple parties that they had, um, they had everyone was getting tested at the door. Uh, so oh. everybody was, yeah. Okay, so when gotcha. you showed yeah, up, yeah, yeah. you would go outside, you'd do the test, you do mm-hmm. the at-home test, and then you would wait in like an area over there on the side for mm-hmm. like 15 minutes until your results popped up, and then you were allowed to come into the party. Mm-hmm. So everybody that was in the party was already tested. Um, and so our first ones was actually for like, um, I think you had the owner of Sanctum. Um, oh, he yeah. still he still runs it. He hosted it out here. Yeah. Um, and it was not necessarily a kinky party, but the same art direction from Alina over at Kinky and everything like that. Yeah. And it was for a, a Hollywood kind of starlet who was having a birthday party. And nice. so that was kind of crazy that I was like there was a, a quite a few name celebrities, like big name people yeah. at this party. And um, I've seen yeah. a few at those parties. And then parties. I, I fucked Vanna on top of a piano in oh. front of an entire crowd of people for that party. And Alina was like, your dick was hard. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. She was like, you can. OK, cool. She's like, what are you doing in three weeks for the next one? I was like, all right. So we just, yeah, we went through the rest of them. And we've been I've been performing for her ever since. Yeah. And then um, recently, um, this last year, mm-hmm. uh, I started um, producing for them to like um, actually running the whole thing, too, and everything like that. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. We um, the other year they had someone who called out and couldn't make it. And I took over like three different kind of jobs at the same time because yeah. I appreciated always the jobs. I love the party's atmosphere, but sometimes you get locked into doing just like one thing. And if it's not challenging, it's boring to me. That's what I was going to ask so, about, because like I've seen yeah. the ones where like you'll be just like standing somewhere and you're just like looking hot and naked mm-hmm. and like, you know, you're sporting an erection and like you've got like some cool outfit on. But like, that's it. Right. And I'm like, is that not boring for like five hours? It, it can be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, realistically in the full term it's two and a half. Three, okay. But yeah. at the same time, you know, it is, it does get boring. Some of those, you know, some of them were like, I'm just like a guard for the VIP area and I'm yeah. just like half naked standing there, but I'm like, this is all I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah, when I got that chance and started doing those things for them, they're like, Hey, how would you like to try doing more? And the stuff that I'd done before this, the, um, my job, kind of the skills I needed there. Mm-hmm transfer is very easy to running you know mm-hmm. so yeah so now um from that you know i help set up the entire party run the party run the bar staff run the vip run all the the talent and everything like that to help do it and then help take it apart the next day and yeah wow so it's end to end now for that process which okay, is okay well then that brings me to my next question end to end or like you know start to finish mm-hmm. like what is like the whole like how what's the span of time of like set set up all the way down to like when you're completely done so For typically our setup, we're there maybe 9, 10 a.m. Um, uh, the day of. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're spending all day. There's been once or twice we've done the day before. Okay. But also that in- it requires you to rent the house for a completely other night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which yeah. can, you know, that cost is a lot of overhead right there immediately yeah. on top of that because no one's going to be there. Um, so, yeah, that morning getting in. Basically going through the process of setting everything up. Um, we have an entire truck that's full of all the equipment and props that we use. Mm-hmm. So depending on what we need, we'll pull those from the warehouse, um, unloading that truck and then basically setting up the house. We also have to keep the homeowners, you know, mm-hmm. furniture and other things they have there in good order. So we have to move those somewhere, put that off the side, sequester it where no one's going to go, mm-hmm. um, set the whole house up. Alina, you know, her vision is amazing. The amount is, of things yeah. that she thinks of like that yeah. whole party when you actually go and see it, um, which is something we've been trying to work towards is finding some way to give enough to the public that you get to see Alina's vision, mm-hmm. but not, you know, give all of it away because that's the point of coming to the party. Yeah. You know? 
And obviously, you know, with no phones at the party or anything like that, there's no, the night is unique in itself. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. And there will be no record of that no online. Evidence. There will yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the night, you know, those memories are what you have. You don't have the phone to look back on it, which is kind of crazy in this this day to like say that there's a party that exists like that that just is like no social media yeah exactly Um, no it's true but yeah uh finding a way to really show that so yeah her her vision of what the party can be and taking that into building that throughout the entire day Mm -hmm. and then performers you know makeup and everything is starting at three or four in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and that's going all the way up until 7 30 8 and then we have a, a quick dress rehearsal of what we're going to do for that main show that you see every time before yep. midnight. Um, the way that we're going to get through that, if we're choreographing a dance or a movement or a sex position in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then once the party starts, I mean, once we hit like eight 30 for me, it's just, it's go. Like yeah. I had one time where I was, my phone was counting my steps. And by the next morning when we finished, I had like 26,000 steps over the course, the course of like 12 hours. Oh my God. Even. That's yeah. like one night at a rave. Yeah. 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 It is, it is moving. <laughs> all the time it is constantly going yeah so um so yeah once the party goes i mean we're on and you know how it goes you know the guests start arriving everyone starts getting there and then by 11 11 30 11 45 there's about a 15 minute sex performance Mm -hmm. um the big show and at the end of that show the culmination of that is to just indicate to everyone hey it's time to play yeah and so everyone goes upstairs and you know you do as you please um Mm -hmm. Typically, we're still cleaning things up at three or four in the morning, and there's always a group of people sitting in a bed fucking each other still and just like still going, man. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you guys, yep, this room's the last one. So everyone just pile in this room, have an orgy, we'll clean up everything else, and then eventually we have to kick you out. So I was going to say, yeah. do you do you eventually kick him out? I've never I stayed mean, past like three. Eventually, it kind of works itself out when yeah. all the, you know, it's kind of like a concert when all the lights come on, right? And also, you're like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, oh, whoa, what are we doing? And it's Shit. like, what time is it? And like, it's 4.30 in the morning. Like, yeah, we should probably go home, you know, yeah. or everyone has already decided, let's go to the second location to keep partying, but mm. that won't be there. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't go to those? You don't go to the afters? Um, I mean, most of the time I have to be there to take down the party. Oh, gotcha. So there's yeah. also that. Um, yeah. And... There's been once or twice where we've had, you know, I've had that opportunity when maybe we have the house for an extra day so mm. we can take time and come back in the afternoon and finish cleaning up. There's only like a handful. I mean, we've, we've made friends and I've been friends with you for, for a while now. And there's yeah. another couple there that I've made friends with that are actually personal friends of mine now. Um, I think I know one or couple. two of them. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, I love like the sex party community, which actually I was just thinking about it the other day. I haven't been to a kinky rabbit in a while now yeah. just because like it hasn't aligned with my schedule right. like either i've been like traveling or whatever um and then also yeah and i mean because they were like over the holidays and like mm-hmm. right before the holidays and all of that and so i need to go back to one again yeah. i know all the time people are like you know where are you guys finding these parties and i'm like for anyone that ever has a chance to come to la right like splurge and go to kinky rabbit for sure it is yeah. like it's worth the trip you i think find the, them on instagram you yeah find the link right there um they have a party about once every month yeah so yeah, yeah. there will always be one around exactly and i think like especially you know if you live in a city where like you know there aren't many good sex parties or sex clubs accessible um you know you can just make a little weekend trip out of it yeah 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 i get it's a little expensive but you know i don't know i know that used to be the prices have kind of all changed over the years for the parties Mm -hmm. which is interesting yeah Um, i mean it depends on what size of you know and yeah. the amount of guests that you're getting to because some of those parties it, it, there's so many people it's yeah. just crazy it, yeah how much do you know the number of kinky rabbit typically like their parties the number there yeah like the number of people the number of guests i would imagine because i only get the number that we're usually like booked mm-hmm. and not everyone shows up and okay. sometimes people will show up with more people so yeah but i would think it's probably on average mid 200s oh that's just a lot. on average you know what I mean? Because, well, because people come and go across the course of the night. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's true. And so it's not like they're there the whole time, but it does get it does get pretty full right before the sex performances start. And it depends on different things. On New Year's, it's very heavy, I think, at the beginning, mm-hmm. but people always have multiple parties to go to after because so everyone yeah. is like, your friend wants you to go here and not everyone wants to go to a sex party for New yeah. Year's, right? Or they want to, you know, and those, you know, everyone's partying until three, four in the morning, if, mm-hmm. if not later. So, um, I was but yeah, ask, I would say like Halloween, I think, is typically pushing oh, really? on the high end of that, maybe three, three fifty. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just because Halloween, I think, is one of those things where Halloween is a Halloween themed party. Yeah. 
everyone loves dressing up and being slutty in a costume, right? Yeah. Regardless, looking great. And Halloween rarely lands on Halloween. Yeah. So if you have a family and kids, everything like that, your kids aren't going to care if you disappear with a babysitter on Saturday night, yeah. right? To go to Kinky Rabbit. Yeah. They're going to want to go trick or treating on Tuesday when actual Halloween is, right? Exactly. So we have a lot more people who show up that night. And the huh. people, the energy of that party is definitely one where people are like, let's do this. Like, let's go. Let's you know fuck. what I mean? There's yeah. nothing going on after. Like, we have the whole next day to just recover. Like, fuck it. Let's mm -hmm. go. Yeah. I've actually never been to any of the Halloween ones because of some reason or other. And I just don't, I don't like the creepiness of some of, because mm. I've seen the themes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an intense it can theme. Be, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've actually avoided that one, but maybe one of these years I'll yeah. go. Um, but I was going to ask what, cause you've done the performances that they do mm -hmm. at midnight. Yes. What's been one of your favorite ones? I know my favorite one that I've seen, <laughs> but I'm curious what yours is. Um, I, I honestly can say that this is not my favorite one just because I guess there's there's two because it was my first one that I did like professionally for Kinky Rabbit. Oh, really? Um, It was on Halloween in 2020. OK. And there was like a full moon on Halloween. And they we always did, happen like, on full moons. And we did like a blood orgy like involving like a priest and like a whole. Yeah. And it was a whole thing. And I was like, nothing would be more perfect than like a sexual blood orgy on a full moon on Halloween in 2020. I was like all the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if this is how it. Yeah. Okay. So you um, didn't like that one. No, that one's my favorite. Oh, it's your favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite one to do just because of the sacrilegious nature of everything. And okay. So what happened? Nice, yeah. Like they, they brought someone in and like what, tell me a little bit more so about long this. Ago. I mean, it, I think really what it was is it was, um, Vanna was the sacrifice, the girl that was dressed up for like a sacrifice. Okay. And um, a bunch of girls brought her in. I think some of them had like the goat hoods on, right? The masks. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. This stuff. Like yeah, The yeah. very like pagan looking like yeah. druid, like cloak over type of eyes wide shut looking stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, they brought her in. They started all having like sex with her. And then like as soon as the priest came in, he like cleared the room of it. And she's supposed to be like kind of tied up. Mm -hmm. And then when he was like about to like sacrifice her, she like leaned up and cut off his penis. <gasps> yeah. But not actually and, cut off his penis. Yeah, of course not actually <laughs> cut off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to clarify right? because like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know for sure. No one's been. Well, it is I've... not a real blood orgy. It was not a real like priest. It was literally for show. It's all play. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So I, what this reminds me of is I was watching a TikTok once where, um, and I've actually seen this girl like at a play party. Actually, oh, I've yeah. seen her at Kinky Rabbit multiple times and she's like an influencer. Like she has a big following. And someone was asking her about L.A. sex parties and she was like, oh, yeah, they do like sacrifices and like, you know, weird things like that. And I was oh, like, yeah. and I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm like a lot of this we do for sh like, you know, right. they do for show. And it's like something that's like, I guess people not need to. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the country that believes maybe that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah just and to I'm clarify, it is not exactly. a real sacrifice. It no. was all just for show. show. It's all to play up on those stereotypes that people believe. Yeah. Would be happening. So. It is just for play. Exactly. Yeah. And I, so, so like everyone in the comments was like, see, I know they're doing weird shit in LA. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's just for true. show. I should have thought that before Alina would be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, it is all for show. Yeah. Um, what was the second one you said? There was the second, second one. There was a, a one where we did. Um, It was uh, uh, the one thing. Uh, do you know Kim from the party? She's yeah. kind of the mm -hmm. dancer. Yeah, right. Yeah, ballet. She's everything. She's yeah. yeah amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an opportunity, which. I wish I asked Alina maybe because we, you know, some of us have our cell phones on us and obviously we wouldn't video any of the guests ever. Mm -hmm. But I was like, if you could just get this one shot of this thing, it was on the back porch, like overlooking the valley. And there was like an, an infinity pool at night. And that was there for safety, obviously. Mm -hmm. Kim spins fire. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had one where I went out there and literally sat down on my knees and just went like this and just basically hit like a meditative pose. And mm -hmm. she spun fire around me <gasps> and on oh, top of me cool. for a couple of times. I was like, that was because at the end of it, she was like, thank you so much for like trusting me and not freaking out when the fire gets really close to you. Because if you freak out, I actually yeah, hurt yeah, you. And that's yeah. not what we want to happen. Yeah. But it was just that trust, I think, between the two of us where I was like, if this is what you do, like, let's do it. And yeah, yeah so she was able to spin fire around on top of me like under me like all the yeah and i just sat there and like yeah it was great. great i love it yeah i'm trying to remember if i was there for that one because i've seen kim do the fire stuff there all the time yeah there's been a couple of times that she's done it yeah yeah i, I, I think it was like a petting zoo 
party? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh my god, we've talked yeah. about that one on the pod before. Because remember yeah. the girl with the snake? Yes. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I actually but... have some pictures from beforehand of her with that snake because oh. she was just she like the second she touches like the the props and everything like that, she's in that mode. Yeah. So seven like six o'clock, seven o'clock. She's just that person through the rest of the night. Yeah, she yeah. gets into character. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just remember because she had the snake. And and I get at some point, like, you guys are, when you're pretty much done working, like, you're able to go, you know, mm -hmm. explore, whatever. And I just remember I was I was inebriated, and I walk into a room, and I look to my right, and there she is with a guy hooking up. And then there's a snake just chilling on her shoulder right. with its head moving around, and I lost it. <laughs> absolutely fucking lost it because a i don't like snakes mm. um and b like the snake is just like chilling there while she's having fun and like does the snake consent to right. this like you know <laughs> this is an animal if the snake was fine yeah. no snakes were harmed no but i just remember it was oh that one that she one, was painted like it too yes she was painted with scales all down yeah. her body like a snake would yeah and i mean that was actually one of my most favorite themes yeah. but i i agree 100 percent. like those parties like the production that goes into them mm -hmm. is like so artistic and so yeah, beautiful yeah. the shows are so fun and so hot to watch like right. you get to see things that you wouldn't normally it, a it's like watching porn because yeah. or like live porn because it's like right in front of you right. and the performers but on top of that like you guys as performers all kill it Thank and you. Yeah. you always do such a great job and like they're always like so fun i do remember yeah. one though where the performers i think got a little bit too lit there's before. been a couple of times where we when we bring in new people yeah. we kind of have to watch out for them and what i've told people especially because she started to hire a lot from our industry mm -hmm. um, which works out doubly for one because we know everyone is yeah. safe everyone has to get tested sometimes people yeah. are like they don't know where to test or they take too long and then they forget about it. You know what I mean? And then we mm -hmm. can't use them. So it just ruins everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I told them before, I was like, look, like it, you, while you are allowed to party and to have fun, you're still at work. Mm -hmm. Like, so when, you know, leading up to it, you need to be sober. You need to be ready to work. Like, and for the once, guys, you have to stay erect. Right. And that was one of two instances we had of that where someone yeah. just overindulged and now he's up on there sweating, just pulling nothing. And it's like, we you know you're, you're immediately like, right after like yeah we'll give you some water we'll let you chill but you're going home and you're never coming yeah. back because yeah you ruined your only chance of being a part of this have you ever had an instance where you couldn't get erect for a scene whether like at kinky rabbit or like you know when you're filming for OnlyFans or like a production have you ever had it where like you couldn't get hard um i will say there was one um at kinky uh where i couldn't and some of that was because there's some backstage stuff like that where you don't yeah. get any you don't get any build up back there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yeah. depending on the girls, some girls don't prefer to like do anything that's not involved in the performance. Mm -hmm. And then also fighting your way through the crowd sometime, which I've talked to her about, you know, where I'm like trying to hold my dick from smacking into all these people as I'm trying to get to a stage to like do a performance. Um, but yeah, there was one where it was like a last minute thing where she asked me to cover it. And I was like, I can try for you. And I was like, you know, obviously I work all the time. And mm -hmm. so that kind of takes some out of it. Yeah. Um, Interesting. On set, there's only been once or twice where I think I was um, I was on some medication for like a flu that I was kind of getting over, like a cold mm -hmm. that I was getting over. And I think my body just couldn't I couldn't come. Mm -hmm. um, I could stay hard, but I couldn't actually like finish, you know. Um, what did you do in that scenario? We just faked it. You really? know, pretend like it goes in her mouth or pretend that we cream pied her and it just didn't come out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. That There's always sense. a way to figure out something, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Do you the guys worst get... is when it's like it's not hard and yeah. then you're trying to make a sex scene and it's just you can't either see anything or when you do, you can clearly see that his dick isn't hard and yeah. it's just not usable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, like, do you in those like scenarios do you get any creative direction if like something needs to change on the fly or not really because i know you earlier you said that like everything's pretty kind of like structured but like if in the scene something happens that it has to change like do you guys in as a, a performer scene yeah in a professional yeah. scene do you guys as a performer get to like be you know kind of like work with you know whatever the issue is or whatever or is it just based on what the director says well i mean when we were saying it before it used to be very structured like that yeah. nowadays they've kind of gotten away from it or at least mm -hmm. where i'm at with performing they understand that when they hire me they know that i'm going to to give them that scene mm -hmm. so they don't require you know unless there's like a position that they require um to do and that doesn't i i don't think i've ever even had anyone ask me that something required something in like mm -hmm. a long time yeah um 
But otherwise, yeah, I mean, really, when you're in it, unless they call cut, you kind of are just the guy is kind of in charge of leading the scene. And I think that's really what kind of separates the younger male performers who can who can do the job and the guys who can really do the job. Yeah. Is because after a while you learn that, you know, no matter what skill level the girl is going to be at, you're you need to lead this. Like you need to be the one who's actioning this, who's like, hey, I want you to do this or I'm going to put you here or just literally sometimes people mistake it for being aggressive where you like you grab a girl and like pull her like that. Mm hmm. But a lot of times it's because the girls are, you know, they're focused on so many other things and how their body looks and this and that, that it's like, if I need you in a position, I'm just going to do that. And it comes off as aggressive, but that's just a balance between performers where I'm like, mm. I need you to be right here. I need you to put yourself right here. And you'll see guys, you know, they'll be bending the girl's leg down, lifting her hip up like this. And you think it's out of like aggressively putting her, but that's really because we know what is needed for the cameraman on the in other the side to see what we're actually getting. You know yeah. what I mean? So you kind of have to be in charge of that whole thing. You have to direct it and lead it yourself when you're doing it. Because the director can't, you know, if they had to stop every five minutes to tell you, you know, or every three minutes to tell you, hey, tip her hip this way. Make sure we can see this, like do this or put her here. Then it would just kind of ruin the flow of everything. Yeah. So the really good performers, the girls can go into the scene and literally just do nothing but make sure that they also look pretty. And, you know, your job as a male performer is to put her in the right positions to make her look the best she's going to look on camera. So when you have sex outside of mm -hmm. anything porn related yeah. or anything like, you know, work related, like mm -hmm. do any of those instincts ever like kick in? hundred percent. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Like it, it takes a little bit to get over that. Um, I don't know. I was hooking up with this girl one time before and I was standing there and she was like blowing me and I literally opened up to the lamp that was in like, the corner of my room. Like I, <laughs> I turned my hips like this just naturally because the light was coming from there. And then I'm like looking at because like because you get so trained to like when I see her face, if there's a shadow going across her face. Yeah. right, And it's like this. Yeah. I'm going to try and find exactly what it is. That it's usually my my thighs. And so I immediately just tilt my hips like this to open up so that the light is hitting her full face. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I was yeah. Like, why? like, but it's just, it's so, it's so ingrained in you at this yeah. point, you know, you're just like, Oh, there's, there's a shadow on her face. Fix the shadow. Like you're not even thinking about it. You're just like, her face isn't lit up. Both of her eyes aren't have light hitting them. I need to fix this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. It definitely car carries over for sure. Yeah. I figured I, it reminds me of one time when I saw this, like, um, it was like this Reddit thread of like embarrassing moments. And it was a guy talking about how like um, he's a cop mm -hmm. and, um, you know, he was like on a date with a girl and he opened the door for her and then shoved her head down the way the cops did. Because it was out of instinct, you right. know, when they're putting someone in yeah, the back yeah, of yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad. Anyways. That's um, hilarious. It was really funny. And I, I just, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes watch things your like. Head. Yeah. Watch <laughs> your, things like that translate over. Um, okay. One of the kind of last things I was going to ask mm -hmm. is, you know obviously you have a lot of experience with sex mm -hmm. um and i've had sex with you and i yes. know this man is phenomenal in bed let me just put it this way you eat pussy though. like a pro well you. you are a pro uh, yeah and that's what i was going to ask what are your mm -hmm. top three pussy eating tips um because you are one of the few guys that's like i don't know the way that you do it like the it's just like you're at, you're what's the word i'm looking for a, you know how to find the clip. B, yeah. you're like gentle in like the best way. Like you, mm. you know how how much pressure to apply. Because mm. like some guys apply too much pressure, some of them right. like don't apply enough. You always know exactly how much pressure to apply. But anyways, whatever tips you have, I want to hear. Right, them. yeah. Um, I think the first one I would always say is one: ask her. Mm. Like literally, just be like, hey, what what do you like? Because mm -hmm. some girls, you know, they like it very fast. It's very fast, barely touching the clit, like low pressure, but just very fast on top of it. Mm -hmm. And some girls are more like a firmer circular pressure, you know, mm -hmm. like that type of thing. So really, it's, you know, you can't be expected to know, you know, right the first time you meet a girl exactly how she, you know, you mm -hmm. might you might get lucky. Maybe the way that you eat pussy is the way that she plays with herself. Yeah. Awesome. But it's not going to work 10 times out of 10. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So definitely ask her um what she likes uh the second thing would be um when she looks at you and says yes keep doing that <laughs> keep fucking doing that don't immediately change it because i know that a lot of girls have been like yo they'll be like that's it right there and then he goes starts going oh yeah let me do something different and then like no yeah. she says keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you're doing just that exact thing it doesn't need to go faster doesn't need to go slower mm -hmm. doesn't need to change just do exactly what you're doing 
Like I always tell guys, I'm like, if you were jerking off and you're going like this and you're like, oh, I'm going to come, would you immediately just slow down? Like, no, you wouldn't. You would keep yeah, doing exactly. exactly what you were doing. Just yeah. keep fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I guess would just be, you know, um, make sure you can find the fucking clip. Like, I don't know if you need to look up videos or what it is. Like, I, I guess the only person I would have to attribute that to is I'm 99% sure it was a video by this uh, woman, Nina Hartley. Oh, yeah. And Nina Hartley She's has been in the industry for yeah. a long time. And when I was younger, um, I believe I looked up a video of just like how to eat pussy. Mm-hmm. And she was doing an instructional thing, like teaching kind of how to eat pussy. And I was like, you know, at least if, you know, if I'm going to get a blowjob, I should be good at giving it back. I'm mm-hmm. very much an empath. So I feel when you feel things. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was like, yeah, if I'm going to, I want to be good at giving head. And so I looked that up, but it, a lot of that I think was just literally being able to figure out where the clit is. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if it, maybe my tongue just has more sensory parts. You can clearly feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel it when you hit it. Like yeah. it's right there. Like you, and you've you can probably find faced it. a lot of clits. I've faced a lot of clits. And they're all yeah. different. They are all different. Very, yeah. very different. Yeah. Some are yeah. long, some are short. Still some find things. it. Yeah. Still find it. So Still it is possible. Th- you can do it. <laughs> But yeah, just, yeah, mostly it's, I think a lot of times what it comes down to is communication Yeah. and being open to the fact that, Hey, like even for me, there might be some girls I start going down on that are not like, you know, they don't know exactly what they want or maybe I don't do it the right way, but just Hmm. not being like, that's offensive to me. And I'm less of a man because of that. No, like everyone's different. You're learning about different people's bodies every single time you do it. So Mm -hmm. learn. And I mean, you've, yeah, since you've been with so many people, you've probably had to like really, and that's what actually my friend and I that had a threesome with you, if you remember her, I don't know if you remember yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what we were agreeing on is that like, you're very like, uh, you know, like intuitive and in, intuitive in the way that you respond to, yeah. and probably because, you know, you've been a performer and so you've had to like respond to a lot of people's, you know, cues and bodies and whatnot. Yeah. But we were both saying that is that like, you always, you always just kind of like seem to know like, oh, or, you know, kind, kind of like almost gauge yeah. You know what? You just feel yeah, from a person when you're exactly. not so solely focused on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you focus on the other person as well, and then you go, "Wait a minute, is she really enjoying this right now, or is this something you're just doing for me?" And then yeah. you can kind of figure out from there. Oh, she does like this, or oh, she, you know, because some people, you know, they're not very. Some people themselves aren't very good at giving signals. Mm. You know, being like, "Hey, I don't like that," or oh, that's "Stop a good point. doing that." Yeah. You know, yeah, because enough people get in their head and they're like, "Well, if I tell him to stop doing it or tell him that's wrong, you know, then he's gonna feel ashamed, like he's less of a man for yeah. it." You know. And I guess the same goes for for girls when guys feel like they maybe have to ask. Yeah. Would you say that porn actually made you more like focused on the other person and less focused on like yourself? Um, I think I kind of always was focused a little bit more on the other person. I was like, I always wanted to like, I'm very much a pleaser. Okay. So when, when you're like, I'm going to come or you have a great time, like that's also beneficial to me, you know, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I feel that too. And I'm like, awesome. Like I did good for Mm -hmm. making you feel that good. Okay. Um, but I think porn, just the amount of different partners that you have, it gives you a very quick crash course into like, everyone is different, how to find a way with different women. Like, if I'm going down on you and like the first time I'm going down on you and I feel different things or feel how your body moves and stuff, you kind of can focus in on that and really be like, Oh, okay. I understand where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. yeah. But I, I do see that there is a way that some people, you know, some guys would just completely focus on themselves and that's still a thing. But I think, uh, porn probably just gave me more people to experience with. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, those are all the questions that I had, but yeah, thanks for coming on the show. It's well, been great you. to have you. you what what do you hope? Do you hope to just like continue doing porn or are you, are you um, happy? I think, you know, um, Van and I are going to start really hitting the OnlyFans stuff a bit harder um, okay. between the two of us, really kind of cultivating something for ourselves. Um, yeah. Love that. I have always had a goal of eventually branching into something maybe along like the lines of uh, sexual psychology or therapy and that Love type that. of way. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like there's a lot of underlying issues with people that mm-hmm. always come back to sexuality in, in certain ways. Oh, 100%. Um, even when they have nothing, you know, you might think there's nothing to do with it. There's always something for either from childhood or from adulthood. Yeah. Or a way that you really, you know, because the one thing I like about, I guess, sex the most is that um, that's the most raw thing you can do. Like, that's the most human thing you can mm-hmm. do. It's the most basis of, like, the continuation of our species is sex. Mm-hmm. And so when you really can tap into that and be your most authentic self doing that, whether that means with men, women, just women, ju- you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. any any sort of any part of that spectrum, 
that really gives someone a home to be themselves. And I feel like a lot of some people's issues come from them not feeling like they can be themselves, not necessarily through the physical act of sex, but just, just sex itself. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. So I think sometimes like, I think through therapy might be one of the routes to really connect with people and be like, Hey, like I've had more experience than you could possibly even think of. So there's nothing that you can come to me with that. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Like I've seen everything like the things I've seen. So just having that understanding with someone of being like, Hey, like it's okay. Let's just talk about it. You know, actually give a contributing and like a helpful manner to that. So that's great. I think that's a great idea. (laughs) And Scorpio is a sign of healing trauma. So you're right on board with that. (laughs) Well, for anyone that wants to find you, I can't link OnlyFans on YouTube, but where can people go if they want to check out any of your content? Um, Pretty much everything is Cody Steele. C-O-D-E-Y-S-T-E-E-L-E. Perfect. Yeah. On like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok? Google it. I don't really do TikTok. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, It's just kind of funny. It's like, you know, I'll show like everything on the internet, but like doing a TikTok, I'm like, that's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's too much, right? That's too invasive, right? And personal, right? Yeah, yeah. It is. (laughs) You can watch everything else happen, but that I was like, yeah. It's vulnerable. It's vulnerable. We need to do a better audit, but you know. Yeah, it's fine. Plus, it's on the way down anyways. Yeah. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. And you know where to find us, doubleteampodcast.com, at Cammie and Nikki, at doubleteampodcast, across all platforms. And yeah, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.